we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, hello, and welcome to the second episode of our We Power On season of the Northern Power Women podcast. I'm your host, Simone Roche, and last month we hosted the Northern Power Women Awards, a celebration we take pride in, in which these awards are never for one night. The legacy and the storytelling of these role models lasts well past the end of the awards ceremony. That's what this We Power On season is all about. Over the next few episodes, we'll be powering on with the legacy of Northern Power Women Awards, inspiring you with stories about how we're cracking on and keep you updated on the latest from the Power Collective. And this week, I'm joined by the incredible Michelle Barry, who is the Director of Product and Development at Global Cyber Security Expert, NCC Group, where she leads a team of product professionals and software engineers. My goodness, that is such a role. Originally, Michelle started her career in finance. However, she soon transitioned to product and development roles where she could really apply her love of problem solving, commercial acumen and product innovation into game-changing solutions. We all need some of those. Uh, Mentoring, which we are massive fans and advocates are, features a lot through Michelle's career. The opportunity to guide, motivate and encourage people to blossom is a particular passion and her recent mental health first aider training has been incredibly positive experience. Passionate people supporter who drives positive change in everything she does, using Furnace as her North Star and guiding light. Oh, I love that. I can see a graphic of that already. (laughs) Um, and alongside all this, we're delighted to welcome uh, Michelle onto this year's 2022 Northern Power Women Power List. Michelle, welcome, welcome to the Northern Power Women podcast. Hello, absolutely delighted to be here and what an introduction. So thank you, thank you for having me. Do you know, we always get that, you know, I get phenomenal humans like yourself on the podcast and it's always like, oh my gosh, yes, you forget you've done all that till we harass and corral you into a, a bio, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I could feel myself flushing away but yeah. You're incredibly passionate about the sector you work in, cyber security. Tell us why and what is the nature of the work that you love so much? So cyber security, I mean, you know, what's not to love? Um, Genuinely, I am passionate about working in that sector. Um, It's really important to all of us. So whether you're kind of a big multinational organisation or an individual can actually be affected by cyber security risks. So just because you don't see the cyber threat doesn't mean it's not there. And as we become more connected as a society, those threats become a bigger part of our day to day lives. So, you know, it feels brilliant to be part of that industry that helps protect so many people and organisations. And as our strap line goes, it's kind of making the invisible visible and just kind of letting people get on with their daily lives, their daily business without that kind of constant threat and worry about, you know, how they could be compromised from a cybersecurity risk. So, so yeah, it's just phenomenal. And then on the people side, I get to work with 
like just the just I, I often say I describe where I work as working with wall-to-wall genii just honestly the conversations I have and the creative technical conversations are just phenomenal so for a product person it's just absolutely divine to work in that space because you're never short of that creative conversation that could actually be the next big thing that could really really help um uh, you know millions of people globally so yeah it's 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 not hard to be passionate about working in cybersecurity. i love it actually and it's interesting because we straight after the awards we went into three days of our power mentoring and i think one of the things for me is almost highlighting everyone has a different story everyone has a different pathway and it's really you know the best thing is always to try and find your own you don't have to copy someone else's and you know we talked at the start about you know you started in finance so how did you get into this amazing cybersecurity world which is wall to wall genie i love that yeah it was it was an interesting one really because so i started off in finance and really found that the, the part of finance that i really really love was kind of the, the commercial finance side so it's it's just kind of that complex problem solving and just kind of getting um getting to grips and getting answers to um really really unique situations and um also i find that i'm quite competitive so kind of like if i see a problem i I really see it as a challenge to kind of get you know a solution and answer or, or many answers and so obviously starting off in in finance gave me great visibility from the kind of commercial application of what we do um, from a business perspective. And then as I grew through my career, I, I, I started working in telecoms and then into the payment industry. And again, that common thread of just having really, really complex situations that really, really needed complex and resilient solutions meant that when I saw the amazing job advert for the role I'm in now, just meant that I had some brilliant transferable skills that just kind of immediately fitted. And the cyber knowledge that I didn't have to start off with was something that could be taught to me. But I just had the fundamentals of being able to kind of go, I know how to problem solve. I understand thematically how we garner customer need and understand that that market environment. So how do we apply that cyber specialisms to those scenarios and take out to market and get kind of great products and services out there so that's kind of the move across to cybersecurity that uh, that, uh, is, is my career basically and it's interesting you talk about seeing this on a job advert you know historically a woman will look at a job advert and go oh I can do nine out of ten but I can't do the one and a, and a, and a, a male might look at it and go oh I can do five I'm going to do it so where did that self-belief and confidence come from you to go you know was was you know did you have someone that you went to or a support network around you that you went shall I do this am I, am I in or did you tell no one yeah it was a really interesting uh process to be honest so I can't remember word for word the um, the actual job advert, but I just remember it really standing out because it was kind of, it was, it had a great humour in it. So it was kind of, you know, almost on the veins of, do you want to be kind of a world saving person and make a difference? I was kind of like, of course I do. Why wouldn't I want to do that? And it, it was just really, it was just very humorous but the 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 nuts and bolts of it it, I knew that um obviously some of my skill sets I could absolutely apply to the role so I knew I had some legitimacy there I think I think you know the the point that you made um around you know women often needing to to score nine out of ten of the the required needs absolutely I have to say I sit in that bucket and absolutely you can close yourself off to so many opportunities 
I think for the role that I'm in now, I was just incredibly brave and just thought, actually, I know I can do this and I can bring a different lens to the conversation. Let's see where we can go. Because a lot of the problem statements that cybersecurity is dealing with, I know that from a telecoms and a payment perspective, were the same kind of thematic issues, but just from a different angle. So I had that confidence there to kind of go, actually, I know I can do this. But um, yeah, it was it was very it was a very private process. So no, I didn't go and tell people because I think I just wanted to trust in my ability, see where it got me. And it, the worst case scenario, I got to meet some brilliant people in, in doing so. And I think I think that's that's where it comes from. But I think also, you know, your question around where does that kind of self-confidence and self-reliance come from? I think I've had a really, really lucky start. I went to a brilliant school. It was a girls' school that on a daily basis told me I could do anything anything I wanted, literally anything. And I I believed it. And I just kind of held on to that belief of going, no, 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 I've been taught, I know, I've got my qualifications. And I've been told on a regular basis, I can do anything. And I think it's just kind of stayed with me. And, and again, going back to the problem solving aspect, it's not easy, but there are always ways. And so sometimes it's not necessarily that straight path that you have to go it's kind of a little bit I call it a little bit loopy circles but you get there in the end so um that's that's kind of my perspective on it anyway and you learn something with every experience I think don't you you know it's it's sometimes it's you can look at it and think oh gosh I'm not sure why this is happening or let you say I love your loopy circles I love the idea of that but you learn everything in that loopy circle don't you you learn as you go (laughs) and it gives you that knowledge to be able to pass on to others you know and I know that mentoring's form very hard you know very passionately as part of what who you are Michelle so how do you pay that forward now? So from my perspective, I I feel like I do it at a a very almost like a local level, but naturally within kind of the work environment in my and in my personal life. So time like uh, everyone else is we're often very time poor. We've got families and um, work obligations. And so I think the best thing that I can do is make myself available. So I do a lot of um, formal and informal mentoring. And just kind of, even if I can just help in a situation, a conversation where I can give somebody the confidence to go ahead and do something that quite clearly, you you know, I can see that they're incredibly competent and capable of doing. But sometimes it's just the, the confidence bit that's holding them, them back. Just having those kind of supportive conversations and just trying to kind of make sure that you're motivating people is, is kind of one of the ways that I try and pay forward. I think in on my personal side, I think I'm, I've always been naturally a good connector. So when I, um, so a couple of friends have been setting up their own businesses. So from a uh, finance background, I've been helping them kind of look through their business planning, see if there's anything that um, I can help them with, but also just connecting people that I've met in either relevant industries or actually, you know, in, in kind of little bits of blind spots where I kind of go, you might want to get some more help with this aspect because you don't have to do everything on your own. And so just trying to join the dots and facilitate those conversations is is one of the ways that I, I really try and pay it forward. I think more formally as well for within my own team, I'm just kind of super conscious around making sure that we give people the opportunity to career pivot into, into roles without not necessarily having to start 
from scratch. So being really, really, really forensic in seeing what transferable skills people have that could be so invaluable to to roles without them, you know, having to perceive that they're having to start their career over and over again. Um, And just being able to kind of really support that pivot. So there are a few of the things, but again, I'm always open for ideas. So if anyone can kind of give me some more ideas of what more I could be doing, you know, please contact me and reach out to me because um, I'd love to get involved in, in more things. And that's interesting. I think if you want something doing or you need help, you always go to the to the busy people because they'll always make time. And it, it seems to me that everything you're doing is very intentional as well and very purposeful, you know, whether it be because sometimes I think, you know, people think, gosh, I'm stuck here or where do I go? And I think the fact that you're matchmaking and unblocking and, and adding sort of those that insight, I think is so important. And especially when, you know, we talk about, you know, there's not enough uh, women in science, technology and engineering arts and, and and maths and stuff but tell us what is great about tech as a career for women for those people who are on the edge of that pivot what would you say Michelle it's almost and without sounding flippant it's almost where do you start because you know obviously tech can fall into so many disciplines and just so many opportunities um, I just think obviously you know as 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 cyber becomes more prevalent in our future lives as I mentioned before as we become more connected everything we do is going to intrinsically link to to tech somehow whether it's the cyber lens whether it's being a developer and building you know anything from you know healthcare software through to games or whatever it may be it can just touch so many so many different parts of the um, the universe really I think the advice I would give or the observation I would give is just having incredibly creative conversations and being able to see incredibly complex thought processes being executed into kind of, I I know it sounds a bit weird to go tangible, but intangible things is, is really, really fulfilling. So I think from that perspective, um, I think tech is, uh, you know, as a, as a, as a career opportunity is all encompassing and it can be whatever you want it to be. So you can become incredibly specialised and, you know, potentially influence domestic policy, for example, through to, you know, as I say, more more generalised and, and, and helping global solutions. So it's kind of what's not to love about tech really is would be the shorter list, to be honest. <laughs> And this is why we, we love having uh, different conversations on the podcast, you know, and this is what the awards are, you know, we always say about not being for one night and the powerless future list. We love making like role models like yourself so visible and accessible. So what does being on the Northern Power and Powerless mean to you? Oh, honestly, well, it, it, it was just a phenomenal privilege and attending the award ceremony I was literally my mind was blown by the the just the caliber of people at the event it, it just um so me personally I'm incredibly honored to be on the list I've got a, an 11 year old son who I have wild and impressed which is no mean feat so just being able to say I've got an 11 year old son who is incredibly proud of his mother at the moment is just you know, something that money can't buy. And then just being um, in in a list with such phenomenal people is just, I just hope to be able to kind of spend more time with that network and really, really embed myself in, in that network of great women, because I think that will 
give me an opportunity to develop and grow as well. So I think it's just that kind of shared learning. Um, and honestly, the futures list, I was lucky enough to sit on a table that had both future list awardees and uh, power list. And honestly, I, I just could not believe some of the uh, some of the uh, amazing uh, activities that were happening. So yeah, it, it means a lot, really, really does mean a lot. Oh, and as as you may or may not know, once you're in the power list, you're always in the power list, you know, that for us, you could go and run off to the other side of the world, but you'll still be on our power list. Michelle, we're so delighted you've taken time to join us today, share your insight, your knowledge, your, your side hacks to uh, navigating your career. Thanks, Michelle, for joining us. No problem, thank you. And thanks to you for tuning in today if you love our episodes let us know by rating reviewing and subscribing to the podcast let your friends know or reach out to us on socials or drop us a line old school podcast at northernpowerwomen.com join us next monday where i'll be joined by another wonderful woman from the northern power women community my name's Simone roche and you've been listening to the northern power women podcast a what goes on media production